Hey guys, I'm Megan. And I'm Sierra. Welcome back to According To. For this week's episode, we are going to be delving deep into discovering ourselves and getting to know us on a deeper level. What was the episode we did when we first started this podcast where it was like we, we did, did a personality, personality test. test? So this is kind of similar, but we found just a bunch of random different yeah. ways to find out more about ourselves and personalities. And so we just took a bunch of quizzes and... You know, the most effective way to, like, learn about yourself, (laughs) obviously, finding an online quiz. And we're going to just kind of run through our answers that we got, kind of talk about, like, the quizzes and, like, what they were like. And then, based off of the answers that we got, we'll see if we agree with it. Another one, I guess, like, we we can talk about this after our spotlights, but there was one quiz in particular that I thought was annoying to take. Okay, I probably don't want you talking about. (laughs) Okay, Um, so my weekly spotlight was that yesterday... Um, I actually had some social interaction because me and Sierra went to Maggie's house to record a video. Um, That was just nice. Yeah, we recorded three videos. I want to make it clear that we were still social distancing prior to recording. That's why we didn't have a video the week prior and, like, she wasn't doing anything and, like, we weren't doing anything. And, yeah, I mean, other than that, I've been not having a lot of interaction with anyone, but it was still kind of nice to, like, actually be like oh my god people yeah hi um my weekly spotlight is actually just buzzfeed quizzes because oh, you're being serious yes i am it was um. going to be picking or making lava cakes that was pretty good but um like just in this time when i'm like on my phone no, you all the always time, take buzzfeed quizzes. i know but <laughs> i've been taking them even more now if you ever see a buzzfeed quiz pop up on your facebook just take it and then the more you take the more it'll, like, just be suggested to you on Facebook. <laughs> and then you have something to entertain yourself when you, like, you'll just be scrolling through Facebook and you're like, eh, okay. Like, I just took one right before we started uh, this podcast. And it was, guess these Disney characters based on their lips. And I got 12 out of 12. <laughs> so, yeah. Highly recommend if you see one pop or, up. Um, or you can just go take them. Another thing, if you're looking for some at-home workout options, um, Mad Fit on YouTube is really good. Um, Sierra and I, well, I already knew about her channel for a while, but I hadn't really used her videos all that much, but I knew her videos and like what she did. Um, and I feel like for at-home workouts, we did bring back some weights and stuff, but I feel like I've mostly been shifting to like, I mean, here and there I'll use like weights and resistance training, but I think I'm kind of like, might as well use this time to like do body weight stuff, but then like have my workouts be more like cardio based and like sweat a little bit more. So I've noticed I'm doing that. I just think it's a little more enjoyable than like, me coming up with random sets and reps, like, to follow along with the video, I just think it's been easier. So, if you've been lacking motivation and you haven't been trying different follow-along videos, I'd recommend it. Also, because it's, like, a time-based thing, and I think that's also something else that I like about at-home workouts is, like, if you have, like, I know I'm going to be done in this amount of time rather than, like, once I get these sets and reps, then I'll be finished. I just think it works better for me, and I'm more motivated to do it because I know, like, that's the finish line. Yeah. I actually think that today, the workout that I did was probably, like, the best workout that I've had while being home, and so I did, I started off with, like, the Mad Fit Blinding Lights workout. If you guys are looking for a good workout, like, it's literally three minutes, but, like, you are insanely out of breath, like, for no good reason. Um, so I started off with that and then I used like the kettlebell that we have and we have a yoga ball and I also used our band that was really helpful because I was able to like step on and do some bicep curls and just a few days ago like when that was still in our car I was kind of like how am I supposed to like work out my biceps you know Um, and I also hooked that around like a table leg and did some like rear delt kind of pulls so I think that the resistance band will be helpful. 
I did the blinding lights workout to start, and then I think I did... It's hard, right? It is hard. And then I did an ab workout that was still mad fit. I think that was, like, the say-so one, because she only had so many, like, song ones. And then I did a leg and booty one, and then I did do an arm one as well. Because, like, they're pretty short, so I was just, like, trying to hit all my bases. And then I did a 10-minute yoga flow, which was the same one I did a couple days ago to, like, just stretch out at the end. And I really like doing that, actually. So I'm going to, like, keep doing some more yoga stuff because it just is, like, nice and stretching. I don't know. <laughs> it stretches, and I just think it's relaxing. All right. So should we get into our quizzes? Let's talk about the types of quizzes we did okay. first. So we did a guessing our zodiac sign quiz because I thought it would be, like, helpful to see if it's, like, you know, sometimes people just, like, trust their zodiac sign. I want to see if, like, I actually fit the zodiac traits based off of, like, my actual personality. So that's why I wanted, like, a quiz to test that out. Um, we did a love languages quiz. We also did a color testing quiz that's supposed to, like, you pick colors and it'll mm-hmm. tell you, like, a little bit about your personality. We did a who am I quiz. That was the picture one. Yeah. You so, pick different pictures. Like We'll kind of talk through them kind of as we get to them. right? Uh, but that one tells you about, like, your... Oh, wait. And then the last one is the, uh, EPI. I don't know how to say this guy's last name or girl. I don't know. But it's, like, Isanks Personality Inventory, and it's an extroversion, introversion personality quiz. All right. I have, uh, the visual DNA Who Am I quiz up first, so I don't know if you want to talk through that. They get, I feel like it has, like, a lengthy... I feel like I want to go with the Zodiac first because kay. I feel like, you know, that's kind of the biggest one. So we found, it was just a random quiz online, I think it was 35 questions or something, and I didn't even know it was that long because I was like, my god, like, how long is this? Um, But I did get a Virgo, and I was, like, not really surprised because as much as I don't really believe in zodiac signs, I am, like, a true Virgo Virgo. Like, if you had to put me in a personality box, like, related to a zodiac, like, it would be Virgo for sure. See, that's what I thought, too, because before I took this, I was like, oh, I'm such a Virgo. Like, even though, again, I don't really believe in horoscopes, like, the stereotypical Virgo is me. Like, I can't <laughs> I can't say it's not. Um, and so I took the quiz, but I actually got, it says, I feel it in my bones. You're 100% a Scorpio, which I'm not. Which so. is weird because, like, again, I don't really know, like, a Scorpio's personality traits, but, like, just the sound of it just I know. I don't even right. like... Like, if I was a Scorpio, I'm sorry if you're a Scorpio, but I just hate that because I'm like, it's like a scorpion, and I don't like that. Uh, I did pick some questions from the quiz just so you guys could get, like, an idea of some of the questions I asked. So they had pick an element, which is funny because, like, I picked Earth, but then I was like, I picked Virgo is an sky. Earth element. So I thought that was like, you know, shoot. I just like the picture of the rocks that they had. <laughs> um, I didn't even know Virgo was an Earth element, so it is. Oh. Um, it says you're invited to a party. Uh, where you don't know anyone, what do you do? So I chose pick a convince f- someone to come yeah, with that's me. Yeah, that was like easy. That was like, yeah. that is 100% what I would do. I would not go to a party if I didn't know anyone. Yeah. I don't go to parties anyways, but there's like, no there way I'm going. There was one option where it was like, you just go and sit in the corner and don't talk to anyone. It's like, would you even go to a party at that yeah. point? So um, I was like, that was one question where I was like, this is for sure my answer. Yeah. Then it was major kinesiology, actually pretty close know, to our like, actual major. I was surprised they had a like exercise science phys related yeah. major also i'm just noticing because i'm looking at my hands right now who else's hands are getting so dry from constantly washing them and using hand sanitizer is it just me mine are too a little bit because holy cow they're cracking anyways 
Continue. Um, dream job. Of the options, I said entrepreneur. Same. Um, ideal first date. I chose hiking. Me too. <laughs> See, See where, how- <laughs> where did we go wrong? What did I do? Where did you go wrong? Um, which reality show are you binging? Shark Tank. Because that's something that we actually watch. And then, uh, which contradiction are you? I thought this one was kind of an interesting question. I was question. like, Because it was, like, I put, I chose innocent Wait, yet me daring. Too. Where did, <laughs> where is the gap? <laughs> We're disconnecting on something here. Um, I thought that one was, like, the most fitting because, like, I took it as, like, I feel like people would look at me and, like, I don't do much I outside get, like, of my comfort zone. I the goody two-shoes vibe yeah. a lot. Just, um, like, so, like, comments. I get that. But I also am, like, that doesn't mean I couldn't, like, go do something or, like, I wouldn't be I feel like we're pretty spontaneous go. people, too, so that's, that's like, why how I it was that. hard for me to pick stuff where it was, like, either being spontaneous or being organized and planned out because I'm, like, I, like, my day-to-day life, like, I organize stuff out even, like, if I want to go to the movies later in the week, I try to, like, have that, like, something to look forward to later on, like, and I keep that kind of, like, schedule. But it's also, like, I do like to just decide to do something for yeah. the moment and have fun. So I'm, like, what if you, like, to do both, but you I can't pick both? They just had some, like, weird combinations where it's, like, charming yet, like, apathetic. And it's, like, how can you be, like, Or it was, nice, like, caring then, like, you don't yet care. cold. Yeah, like, I just was, like, the innocent yet daring was, like, the only one that even remotely, like, kind of made sense to me because I feel like those aren't like mutually exclusive so uh those are all the questions that i had written down that's just kind of like to give you a taste of the questions that they asked for the quiz um but i also went to i think it was like horoscopes.com or something to look at i mean maybe you should look at the scorpio one the then heck? i'm just looking at like the summary it gives me for the scorpio and it says you can be jealous which i really don't think i'm the jealous type at all and i don't even know what question i would have answered on here that would have said that and i know this is probably like just like their scorpio description yeah and if i could have just barely scored in the scorpio thing then like it's gonna use the same thing anyways but it says you can be jealous obsessive and unyielding more than any other sign you may have the strongest tendency to develop a stalking problem however your ambition is something that attracts <laughs> people to you i don't vibe with this particular yeah. sign and considering that me and sierra had these same exact answers for the ones she did remember to write down. I'm just like, what did I do? Maybe you clicked on the wrong answer. <laughs> um, I don't have, like, a description of, like, the Virgo thing, but basically Virgos are just, like, really planned out, organized, Goody the most boring yeah, Zodiac really. sign ever. Like, I don't know how else to describe <laughs> it, but that's it. Um, so I thought it'd be fun to go to horoscope.com, and you can actually, you know, since you're a Scorpio, apparently, go and see if you match that. But I'm looking at today's... Uh, horoscope thing if you can hear megan typing then Um, well i'm just gonna look up like a general virgo definition okay Uh, that's what i'm trying to do do you have it um sure okay virgos are always paying attention to the smallest details and their deep sense of humanity makes them one of the most careful signs of the zodiac their methodical approach to life ensures that nothing is left to chance and although they often they're often tender their heart might be closed to the outer world this is a sign often misunderstood not because they lack the ability to express but because they won't accept their feelings as valid true or even relevant when opposed to reason um the symbolism behind the name speaks well of their nature anyways yeah strengths I mean, like- include uh, virgos like um animals healthy food books nature cleanliness virgos dislike rudeness asking for help taking center stage and weaknesses include shyness, worry, overly critical of self and others. Like, literally, just, true. yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so can I read the today's horoscope for Virgos? Am I supposed to look up Scorpio's horoscope? Yeah, you can do that. See if it matches yours. Um, so it says, March 24th, 2020. That's when we're recording this. Career matters may be put on hold today as important communications. You're, spe- you're expecting fail to come on time, Virgo. What does that know. even mean? I don't know. 
Um, as you're anxious to conclude the matters involved, you could make yourself crazy with frustration. Don't do this. Find something else to do while you're waiting and the time will pass more quickly. You'll get something done besides... That's literally they said one sentence. You'll get something done besides... Is that a sentence? Uh, your primary concern will be resolved, just not when you'd hoped. Be patient. I thought this was kind of funny because the only thing remotely related to this is this morning I uploaded an incorrectly edited <laughs> video. She and left so, three minutes of just... It was supposed to be cut out. Yeah. Three minutes of us being like... Just quiet, quiet really talking, like trying to connect to the internet. It was so. It was then I had like to. Minutes. It was privated, and then I had to re-edit it and re-upload it. So it's like the only thing I could think of <laughs> where it's like career matters may be put on hold today <laughs> by an hour. I don't know, but I don't know. Other than that, I also I feel like anyone in the horoscope business could make something like just like you're gonna feel lonely and isolated in these times. Like they'd be with, like totally accurate. Yeah. Okay, so Scorpio for today, March 24th, it says, This isn't the day to take care of paperwork, Scorpio, particularly if it involves money. Your mental processes are slower than usual, and you may find that you're easily distracted. Your mood won't be all that great either, so it might be a good idea to wait a few days before tackling tasks like this. If the work is urgent, ask for help. You'll be able to stay more focused if you do. I was in a slightly bad mood when Sierra edited the video wrong today. You were kind of mean about it. I was, like, not going to say anything, but I was like... Okay. I was just a little annoyed. I was like, Sierra. <laughs> Anyways. Um, see, look how quickly we rebound, though. I was like, we got the video figured out. I was a little mad. And then I was just like... Well, I was just like, like okay, my God. Like, it already it was mm-hmm. uploaded. I can't do anything about it now, but fix it. And then I was like, should I re-edit it? And you're like, well, I don't know. And I was like, well, I'm going to just start re-editing it now, I guess. Because <laughs> you're like, maybe I can fix it online. And I was like... Well, I theoretically could have, but... I didn't realize it would take so long to process. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> I did want to add real quick. Um, Wait, we didn't even say what one was the most annoying to take. Oh, I thought you were just going to say when you got there. Because of the color one? Yeah, I hated that. <laughs> I hated it. We'll, I was we'll like, get there when we get there, okay? Um, the only other thing I wanted to mention for, like, as far as, like, horoscope, zodiac kind of stuff is, like, every once in a while, I'll be on YouTube and, like, a tarot reading will pop up. Is that and- why one popped up? <laughs> I saw a couple And I will up. literally watch them because I'm just, like, I'm the kind of person who, like, will not believe in, like, but then you kind of, like that stuff. But if it's something it's, good, it's, I'm like, yeah. okay, that's exciting. <laughs> so I'll watch them to just, like, hype myself up if it's something good. But if it's not, then I'm like, oh, I could have picked any one of those rocks, you yeah. know? Because, like, sometimes I'll, like, be like, no, I rock. No, I watched one because <laughs> I was like, why is this popping up? And so I'm like, well, I could have just easily picked another rock. It yeah. doesn't matter. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> we just, we like good news. All right. Let's do the color one next. Okay. That was the one that I hated. So all you had to do for this quiz was it gave you a lot of colors that were like kind of the same, but like different shades. There was the like same, greens, yellows, blues. I mean, the colors of the rainbow. Um, and it was like, first you had to get rid of them with starting with the color you liked the most and then work your way to the color you disliked the most. And then after that, you had to do it in reverse. But theoretically, like, you're not going to remember the order you did. So you just have to, like, do yeah. your best. And I was just like, well, most of the colors on there, I didn't like them. Yeah. And so, because they were all, like, super, The dark super blues, bright. I hated them. What? I liked those. <laughs> really? I like those were like some of my favorites. <laughs> I was like, huh. gross. Well, I just thought like the others were I like, like the far too either. vibrant and like I like the cyan ones. See, I'm like that just seems so like five years ago. <laughs> well, I like them because it's like our channel color is still like cyan and like coral. 
So I know, but I still feel like it was just like so bright though. I feel like even more so than like what we would use now. Look, we have to like relate it to like our channel colors and anyway. Um, I feel like mine wasn't very. I don't know. I got fifty four percent extrovert, forty six percent introvert, and that's totally not true. Wait, what'd you get? Fifty four percent extrovert and forty six percent introvert. I got forty four percent extrovert and fifty six percent introvert. So we got like and it's doing this only based on colors. Yeah, FYI. it's like it assigns the colors like different, I guess, characteristics. Like pink is innovative. Dark blue, which I liked. It said decision maker. Yeah. Which I would agree with. And then it has like, it says pink is innovate. Peach is well thought. So anyway, but we're going to go into like the more like qualities broken down. So the first one that I had was emotional intelligence. I got 133. I have no idea what this is out of. But That's not even on mine. Um, it says, you are attuned to others, and you show a good emotional intelligence, which allows you to give support to people. Which, I feel like my emotional intelligence is pretty good, so sure, I'll take it. What's your highest my one? My first one is intellectual performance, which is 134. Oh, I didn't have that. <laughs> You're not very smart. <laughs> it says, you're intellectual and intelligent. You wonder and you inquire before taking any action and setting your values. I would agree with that. Well, I feel like I have that. I'm a little offended. Okay, the second one I had was your organization abilities. I had 118 for that. That wasn't even an option on mine. It says, you are thoughtful and capable of listening to others. You take into account the needs of others before setting up the defined objectives. Okay, sure. My second one was your insights, which is, I scored 126, and it says, you are thoughtful and deep. You think before getting into action. It said that for the other thing, too. And you know how to communicate your knowledge. Sure. Uh, the third one I had was your contact abilities. I got a one. Okay, I don't have. I haven't had any of the ones you've had so far. I feel like these are all BS. Like I could have gotten any of these. It says you are open and good communicator. I don't know if I've ever made this speaks English. You know how to attract people and engage them. Maybe I don't know. Um, my fourth one was or third one. Your imagination. You are a creative person with always new ideas, <laughs> and you know how to apply them. My last one was leadership. I got one thirteen. And it says, you are a manager and a leader, and you know how to organize groups of people and how to give them your energy. My first I don't like one this quiz. was your creativity. You are creative. You know how to see beauty. You are intuitive, and your inspiration comes from the inside. Don't take this quiz. I would not, not recommend taking that quiz. Like, that could have just... I don't really agree or disagree with any of the things that I got. I just feel like... What are you supposed no to get out of... Rhyme or reason to that. If you're going to take a personality quiz, don't just have it be based off of the colors that you happen to like or dislike. All right, should we do um, the EPI next? Sure. All right, so this one is the, again, ISANX or ES. <laughs> I'll spell it for you guys if you want to take it. E-Y-S-E-N-C-K, personality inventory. I thought this one was interesting because also, like, a lot of personality inventories will have kind of questions in there to account for if you're lying and yeah. so it had like a thing in there of like you know whether or not you were like lying about your answers uh which like I know from like some of my psychology classes like it's talked about that so I was like interesting I know I, I didn't saw even at the know end that. and I was like hmm interesting okay so is the what does tool mused mean I, that's what I was gonna ask it's t-u-l-e-m-u-s-e-d I've never heard like, is that my category if it's a word or if it was just, like, I have no idea what that was. Okay, let's break down. They have categories. So it has extroversion, introversion. Um, I scored six 
divided by 24, it's like I scored 6 for extroversion, 24 for introversion. I got 8, 24. Which clearly that means we're more introverted, which I would agree with. Yeah. And then it has a different category for neuroticism and stability. So I scored 6 for neuroticism and 24 for stability. Are you sure this is like... Because you got 8, 24 for the first one, right? Or you got 6, 24. Yeah. So it's saying out of 24 questions or like whatever. Because like I have 8 out of 24. And you have 6 out of 24. Well, then how would it work? I don't know. Maybe it's just what saying, does neuroticism like, mean? If you could give like a good definition of it, it's like the opposite of stable. Like you're really like you crazy. overthink a ton of stuff and <laughs> okay, you know. I got an even twelve out of twenty four, mm. so I'm going with I'm halfway neurotic, halfway stable. And then for the lie thing, it says if you got above a four or above a five out of nine, then it meant that you were probably not being honest in your answers because it you're probably just like wanting to sound good. And, like, look good, so you're not, like, putting yeah. in answers that are actually true. I got a 4 out of 9. I got a 3 out of 9. So I guess that I may have been trying to make myself look better. I mean, technically, I still, I still scored it below a 5, so I didn't get too high on that. But let's see. What does this all mean? It says, extroversion is characterized by being outgoing, talkative, high on positive affect, and in need of external stimulation. According to, again, I don't know how to say this guy's last name, Isink's arousal theory of extroversion, there's an optimal level of cortical arousal and performance deteriorates as one becomes more or less aroused than this optimal level. I think we remember... I know, we, we talked about, about this that. There's, like, a most optimal level of arousal because anything beyond that, like, gets too crazy, and anything below that is, like, not stimulating enough. That's why some people get addicted to drugs, because if they have lower cortical arousal levels, then they f- you need external stimuli to get to that level. It could be just one of the reasons. I'm just, like, <laughs> trying to throw back to my abnormal psych class. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's just kind of like explaining. It's not only specific to, like, our answers. It's mostly just, like, the general. Yeah. My thing says the exact same so, thing. So, yeah. I do believe this means that we've scored more introverted as far as I'm not sure how the scoring goes, but that's what it yeah. seems like. That's what it seems like. Let's talk about, like, does it bother us that we're more introverted than extroverted or? I think my life would be easier if I was extroverted I think that I feel like in being introverted automatically like gets associated like it has such a negative connotation so like even though I feel like I'm okay with being an introvert like saying that I'm an introvert it kind of just like feels a little defeating because I'm like I don't want to be an introvert like who wants (laughs) to be an introvert doesn't everyone like want to be an extrovert but I don't know I feel like it just has a bad connotation because then it's like well you can't go have like, you don't have fun. You don't ever, like, want to go do anything or, like, hang Literally. out with people. And I'm, like, yes, but also, like, <laughs> I could true, do so in, like, smaller groups yeah. or, like, give me a time and place and then I know that I have to, like, put myself out there more for, like, this specific time. And I know, like, time. introversion and shyness are not totally the same thing and, like, I totally am both. But, like, shyness especially, like, introversion's not quite as bad of a connotation as, like, being shy. Yeah. That. That was my bad. nightmare when I was a child and people would, like, describe me as When they introduce shy. you as shy. Like, who okay. does that? Her, I feel like our dad would do that sometimes. Yeah, and I'd be like, does. Dad, if you're listening to this, why would you do that? Why are you doing that? I'd be like, thank you. They're going to have a really <laughs> good, uh, they're <laughs> going to think highly of me now. Like, because then it's like, like, immediately after they say that, then you're just like, do I say hi now? 
<laughs> like, now you're like, you're like or well, should I, I going to say anything anyways? But now it's like, now they're going to be like, oh, she's shy. That's why she's not saying anything. Mm-hmm. Or then I just start like overanalyzing the situation. I'm like, this is not what I want to be in right now. So don't describe people as shy or at least ask them about it. I'm lacking like, a lot right now. <laughs> I feel like it was always like when he would introduce us to his friends or whatever. And then I would take like, like I'm sorry, a millisecond to respond and he'd be like, they're shy. Like, Sorry. <laughs> or I just feel like when he goes out with his friends and, like, if we're there, especially when we we're younger, like, I just didn't have much to say to adults. Like, adults kind of, like, scared me, you know, when I was younger because I feel like that's kind of a normal thing. Like, they're they're intimidating. Yeah. And so, I don't know. I just, like, feel like... Also, what's a child supposed to talk to an yeah. adult about? Like, I would just be like, I'm here with Otherwise my dad because my annoying, dad wouldn't I, like, wants to hang out, so let me just, like, mind my own business. Like, I don't know. I feel like I'm, like, I was, like, so mature for my age that so I would be like... I don't really have anything to, like, say to these adults. Like, yeah, when, like If you're, like, an adult, though, and you think of, like, seven, eight-year-olds usually like to be, like, nosy and, like, butt in and, like, kind of complain. Like, I just feel like that tends to be, like, the personality of, like, children. And, like, I wouldn't do that because I'd be, like, that's annoying. I'm not going to do that. And I'm just, like, the fact that I could, like, think through stuff like that and be, like, I'm not going, like, I'm just going to mind my own business. I feel like it's interesting. <laughs> but, yeah. Long story short with that, don't, even, like, being shy itself is not a bad thing. I feel like it just means that you are scared of how people are going to perceive you, and so, like, you just feel like by holding back, you're like, well, I'm not going to, like, be seen in a bad light that way. Which but is also honestly, not it, it is good annoying because if I know exactly how I'm going to react, then, like, why would I, like, in theory, it's like, why would I care what other people think? Because if they don't like the energy that I give off, or if they don't like what I'm doing, then we're clearly not going to get along well or anything like that. So I'm just like, I know it's easier said than done, but sometimes I am kind of like, I just feel like it also isn't like, I'm not necessarily like trying to hide my personality, but like, I don't feel like I need to be like, this is me. I feel like, like, let me go. My shyness has changed drastically as I've gotten older. Like, it's not like I like won't talk to people. It's not like I'm just like, mumbling over my words like I can give presentations in class and like be totally fine and like I'm not really one to like stumble over my words or, like let my voice shake or like if you're in small groups like I will like contribute to a conversation I will even totally do small fine. talk you know like, what I mean it's not shyness in the sense of like I'm scared to like talk to people I feel like mine has more manifested itself at least now in like I'm afraid to like put myself out there in different ways I feel like now it comes into play more so when I'm like if I have if I'm put in a situation where I have the opportunity to like meet a bunch of new people like that kind of freaks like, me no, out no because I'm I like do that. then you have to go and like kind of make a good first impression and like yeah I feel like that's like probably more recently been the situation where it's like some people like especially in college like they look forward to going out and like just socializing with like random people that would meet like and that's like my biggest that would be fear. like a nightmare for me like I feel like I would hate that because I'd be like well first of all if no one wanted to talk to me then I'd be like all right sweet why am I here but also then I wouldn't have to like be nervous but also if I were like there and I'd be like so I'm supposed to go talk to people now and like I don't know how I'm supposed to walk up to people and just like start Literally, a casual conversation yeah. and I kind of hate how it sounds like when I'm talking about that right now because it doesn't sound like a big deal and I'm like talking about how it freaks me out but I'm just being honest that's how I feel in those situations and I kind of just end up being like well it'd be easier for me just like not to do that and I don't have to <laughs> I don't have to put myself in those situations which I know like that limits me and you know it's not good for me to just like keep being like yes stay in your bubble Megan like that's okay you can keep doing that but it's comfortable and like yeah. you know right now there's no one pushing you to be like 
That's good. Mm-hmm. Do stuff. Because, like, if you had, like, a roommate, like, let's say we, I know. we weren't twins. Imagine if we had, like, this, just that one extra person that we were friends with that, like, was the extroverted person we would need to, like, be that extra link that we were just talking about earlier about, like, having one person at least at a place so, like, like two introverts going out, like, what is that, that going to result in? Count. Like, like, we need some sort of extroverted link to do something like that because then I feel like I would actually be able to manage the situation a little bit better. So, yeah. All right, let's go to the next one. We'll do the Who Am I quiz. I don't know if there's, like, an actual name for this, but I just, if you search, like, Who Am I personality quiz, it'd probably pop up. Um, But basically, like, it gives you percentages of openness, conscientiousness, extroversion, agreeableness, and neuroticism. This is, like, the ocean thing that if you've taken, like, any psych class, like, ocean for, like, openness... You know, that's, like, the acronym. Oh, yeah. yeah. I got what you're talking about. So, for openness, I got 21%. I got 12%. <laughs> so, we're both pretty low. So, we'll see if it counts to the same thing. Your low level of openness suggests you draw your strength from tradition and familiarity. You are down-to-earth and prefer clear, straightforward direction to abstract abstract or theoretical thinking. And so, the same thing. I mean, I agree with that because I'm someone who, I'm just like, just tell me how to do it and I'll do it. Mm-hmm. Like, this is such, like, a weird example, but, like, our biostats homework in the beginning especially was so abstract. I was like, what do I yeah. what do? I do? And I was just like, just tell me, like, what to do. Tell me what you want me to solve for, and I'll solve for it. And, and he was, like, giving us the most just unclear directions ever that did not make sense that we were, like, asking um, our older sister's boyfriend who, like, majored in something stats-related. He's, like, an actuarial science major scientist <laughs> um he's an actual scientist and so we were like Did his instagram caption i still think it's so funny when he graduated he was like actuarially a scientist <laughs> um but i was like does this make sense to you like do you know what he's saying and then he was kind of like looking over and he's like he's the kind of person where like he had to like look at it and just kind of like sit silently yeah. <laughs> and like wait before he like came to any sort of conclusion of like his thoughts on the homework and after like 10 minutes he was like yeah, I'm not really sure. Yeah. He's like, it's not very <laughs> tried. clear what he's saying. And so at least I was like, well, okay, it's not just me. But um, I feel like now it's, like, much clearer already because, like, the first homework assignment that we got assigned was, like, take – look at this, um, like, hospital report thing that you've never seen in your entire life that's, like, an actual hospital report. And it talked about, like, medical coding, which, again, was nothing that I knew about. Like, I had no idea what – you did for medical coding or any of that and it would be like find these codes and what they mean and then make up your own codes and I was like what do you mean what do you mean make up my own codes what anyway and then something else for our human phys lab that lab I've probably already talked about it but that lab made me so mad because every lab report which was like due every week was worth five points and you would get like a whole two points taken off for just like mislabeling something like it was insane it was not equivalent points taken yeah. off for the actual like portion of the and in hindsight assignment. like learning from someone who's a ta for that class now as i'm out of the class they've said like the tas think it is like really harsh grading but like that's how the course is designed i don't know but it always made me so mad because like you would turn in the lab report and they'd say like everything you did wrong with it after the fact after everyone had already turned it in it was graded and then people were like cool if only we had known that mm-hmm. and then people were like and i really wouldn't give that much time to explain what you were supposed to do beforehand, it would all be, like, after the fact. the tables had to be so specific. Not even because it was, like, any different. It was just, like, it had to be this way. And if you did it any other way, it was completely wrong. Like, I got such a low score on one of my lab reports because, like, my group did 
completely different tables and like graphs and stuff and it was like pretty much the entire lab report and they're like we wanted it done this way and I remember someone in my group she was like well could we like redo it then and in my head I was like this is college who lets you redo anything in college yeah and we couldn't but I wasn't surprised so I was like whatever if you get a bad grade you just gotta take it and do better next time all right conscientiousness what'd you get I got 69 percent about 31 percent hmm we have a rather big split uh, mine says you are good at thinking through your actions before acting on impulse. This helps you to avoid unnecessary stress or trouble, but it can also lead to workaholic and perfectionist extremes, which I feel like fits pretty well with me. Mine says that you like to act immediately on impulse, which can be both effective and fun, but if taken to the extreme, this can produce undesirable long-term consequences for yourself and others. I wonder if this was one of the quizzes where it like kept constantly like talking about, do you plan things out or do you like to be spontaneous and I don't know if you remember what you answered on these questions but like I would kind of be like well I like to think I'm spontaneous but also like I don't remember I kept going with which questions were which trying to remind myself that most of the time I am organized and plan stuff out Mm -hmm. because I would say like perfectionistic I tend to like fall on that pretty heavily and then like thinking through stuff so I feel like I agree with mine I don't know if you I don't know if I fully agree with mine I feel like if I had to pick between like impulse or planning like day-to-day I am mostly a planner so I don't know um extroversion I got a whopping 10% me too um your low level of extroversion suggests you are likely to be more reserved than other people enjoy time alone and value maintaining strong relationships with a few close friends that is very true (laughs) I just feel like when I'm like on my own and just it's like the simple things of like being in my room like I put something on and watch YouTube or Netflix or I'm on my phone just like having to not be bothered by anyone else even though like I know I can't instantly like correlate other people being around me with annoyance but there's no one for me to get annoyed by <laughs> if people aren't around me is all I'm saying um and it's just nice to do that like I enjoy that and like when we're like back I mean we're still in school I guess the school year's not over but we're not things are different this now. This gonna be a rough like when online classes start which we're planning on vlogging that week next week I think it's gonna be rough because I already don't feel like doing anything, and now you're telling me I have to like pick back up and my four finish classes. a semester. Like it's not just a couple weeks; it's literally eight weeks or something like that. So wish us, wish luck. us luck. Good luck to anyone else out there. I know we're not alone. Uh, we're all in this together. Anyways, what was I saying? Oh, like my normal college routine would be like at the end of the day when I finished everything. My absolute favorite thing was just to like be in my room and like do my own thing like mm-hmm. that was what I looked forward to like Meg and I wouldn't even like be together we would both be separately in our rooms doing our own thing and like that's how we would just like spend our nights because I was like I'm gonna go watch this and then I'm gonna do this and just like I could do whatever I want mm-hmm. I like the freedom of being able to do as I please all right agreeableness I got 93 percent I got 76 percent all right this says you value getting along with others so are considerate that's not proper grammar. I was just saying you value getting along with others, so are considerate. Like you are considerate, friendly. Oh. And willing to compromise your interests for the benefit of the group around you. As a result, you tend to be very popular. Well, that's not true. But I do think that if most people meet <laughs> Mine me... Mine have the same uh, I feel like if people meet me, they would be like me most of the time. And so, like, if you want to call that popular... I agree with, like, the compromising your interests yeah. for the benefit of the group. Because I'm just, like... Unless I have a really strong opinion, I don't really care either Like, I'd way. rather move on and, like, work on something 
that we can all agree on and like provide conflict to the situation and be like, no, my way's gonna do better or whatever it might be. And like, also, I just think I have like a habit of like not wanting people to dislike me. So I'm just like, okay, like we can do it your way. Unless I'm yeah. like really like already like close friends with you, like that would probably be the only circumstance where I'm just like maybe giving a little bit of pushback. But if it's like a class situation, like I am not gonna start a fight with someone I don't know. Mm hmm. All right, the last one for these five categories is neuroticism, and I got 46%. I got 42%. So pretty close. Okay, you are calm. That's kind of high, I feel like. I don't know. Anyways, I mean, uh, you are... 50 would be, like, right now it's, like, less neurotic than you are neurotic. Yeah. You are calm, emotionally stable, and are less easily upset than people with high levels of neuroticism by this, but this doesn't necessarily mean you experience more positive feelings than them. I mean, I would agree with that for the most part. I think these questions were mostly related to, like, we often talk about how we try to, like, not let things get to us if they're not a big deal. Yeah. I think, I like how it says, like, you, this doesn't necessarily mean you experience more positive feelings than them. Like, you're just, like, you seeing it in a different light, yeah. I guess. Like, you interpret it differently. Yeah. Do so. you want to scroll to the bottom? I'm not fully sure what this is. but I don't have that screenshot, but you can look at yours. <laughs> So on the, like, below my results, it has this thing where it, like, has my outlook, my character, self-control, composure. So I might just read some of these. Um, it says for my outlook that I'm cool-headed. So it means that I have calm dispositions. I tend not to succumb to emotional extremes at all, which I feel like is kind of true. I tend to be, like, in control of my emotions. Um, a thoughtful, measured approach can help anyone to keep a cool head in any situation, but too much emotional stoicism 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 thank you can seem one distant. of the quizzes hold on had like what is your vocabulary like and i was like i'm a pretty good vocabulary. i know i was like <laughs> i thought of you when, it, when that question came up i put myself in the middle because <laughs> i knew you would probably go up one and i was like she's hopefully not gonna put herself all the way at the top no so exactly um character helpful self-control relaxed you may be very slow to anger and reluctant to express it when it arises as a result you may come across as too placid and seem like a bit of a pushover i don't think i am but it's just that you'd much rather forgive and forget than harbor a grudge until it festers you know that there are two sides to every situation that i do agree with i'm always always a two-sided situation mm -hmm. person um composure measured Measured people have a clear sense of their goals and what they need to do and focus on to achieve them. They tend not to be overly affected by external factors and take unexpected changes and opportunities in their stride. Um, it's crucial to maintain a realistic sense of achievement so you don't let your ambitions run away with you. Yeah. Taste. Homebody. I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. I agree with that. <laughs> um, sociability. It says, I'm humble. People with this characteristic tend to be modest and self-effacing, sometimes in the extreme. They enjoy their privacy and their own company, but are also sympathetic to the needs of others. I'll kind of leave it at that. I would, again, agree with... I feel like I'm a humble person. I feel like I'm just, like, agreeing with yours, even though it's, like, your list and not mine. But, like, we didn't score that drastically different on We this. were on the same sides, except for... Conscientious. Conscientious. You were, like, below. Yeah. yeah. And I agree with mine more than I agree with yours, so... <laughs> works for me. Action. Methodical. I would agree with that. Attitude. Traditional. People with traditional attitudes rely on their values and beliefs to steer them through life's problems. This means they have deep and strong connections to family and heritage and have faith in all that, is, all that has gone before. As a result, they tend not to question the order of things as much as they should or as much as they could. You think things are, certain, are a certain way for a reason and you're happy with that. Maybe to a sense, like, I don't know. <laughs> I'd like, what's the alternative to that? Being non-traditional. Questioning everything. <laughs> um, process, organizer... 
and resilience practical. Those were all of my things. I don't. Mm-hmm. They didn't even say what that was. I was just like, category, and here's what you are. All right, we are on to our last personality test. I'm most excited for this one. Me too. It is the love language quiz. And this is actually what sparked the idea for this episode because I think someone said, like, you should take a love language quiz, but that wouldn't be long enough for As I was going through the quiz, I was already starting to figure out what my love languages were. I was like, this is pretty obvious, I feel like. Okay, one, when we were taking that quiz, I feel like it asked the same question, like, 20 times. It, the amount of ways it like asked about gift, gift giving, yes, like I thought the exact a token same thing. appreciation gifts. Do you want to think about you during the day and bring you a gift? I was like, I swear, I said that five hundred times. They just asked about, do you like when you get gifts? Anyway, so basically, how this quiz worked is there were quite a few questions. I'm not sure how many, but each thing was like, what is more meaningful, this or this? So it was only two options for every question. Which I thought was nice. Yeah. Sometimes there's too many answers. You just have to kind of be like, that one. Like, I try to think pretty quickly and just like go with my gut. And I think mine ended up being fairly accurate. So. Mine too. I will say. We'll the same order. I'll bring this up later actually, if I can remember. I'm going to try and lock it in my head right now. Okay. Um, my. Do you want to go with like your order and your rating and then go into explanations? And then we can kind of talk about it? Sure. Or we can like talk about each one as it comes? I don't know. I'll just say what my top one was and what my score was for it. Okay. So my top one was quality time. My score was a 10. Wow. My top one was words of affirmation, 9. That was my second one. I will say, also a nine, my quality which I time, thought was maybe going to be my first one, actually. I think my quality time is, like, lower than I would have expected it to be. Just because in the context of this quiz, like, I imagine, like, spending time with someone as, like, a default. So it's, like spending time or like they think of you during yeah, the day, you get gift. so I was like well I feel well, like I know. Gift see it better sometimes it was like I'll just bring it up now I guess like sometimes how they would word it if they word it simply as like this person like gives you a gift or something else then I feel like I tended to pick the other thing but then there was one time where it was like this person like it was a completely normal day but like they happened to like find something that like reminded them of you and like gave you a gift essentially and I was like well that'd be nice yeah <laughs> so that's where I kind of was like struggling with like picking like I knew like the questions that were like more quality time focused but I was like if it's like just spending time with them which I feel like you should do or yeah this other thing where they're like thinking of you then like I feel like the thinking of you is more important so that's why my quality time was actually my second lowest hmm all right so then my third one which I scored a five on was receiving gifts my third one was also receiving gifts. my second, second one was one? so I had words of affirmation nine acts of service eight and then receiving gifts, seven. All right, so my fourth one was acts of service, four. Both of us have physical <laughs> yeah, touch last. I knew that was going to be the... I will one for that. two. <laughs> uh, my quality time is a five. So I knew physical touch was going to be last. Yeah. But, you know, I kind of... We can get into it. I will read the description for each one, and we will say why we think that is or is not important to us. So words of affirmation, I'm just going in my order. Actions don't always speak louder than words. If this is your love language, unsolicited compliments mean the world to you. Hearing the words, I love you, are important. Hearing the reasons behind that love sends your spirits skyward. Insults can leave you shattered and you are not easily, or and are not, oh wow, and are not easily forgotten. You thrive on hearing kind and encouraging words that build you up. So, I mean, I feel like this one was mostly just because, like, I like when people compliment me. I can me. think to, like, specific times when, like, people have, like, said nice things about me or, like, and, like encouraged. I think about it. Yeah, Again, like encouraged, not, I guess encouraged me or like they say how proud 
they are of me and I'm like that stuff like sticks with me for some reason and I really really appreciate it like it could be a text it could be during a call Literally. it could be after I accomplish something and like people and it can are, be like, like celebrating sort of relationship me. like you know yeah, like, I think a lot of people do that like my parents because love language like you know romance relationships also to be specific we took a love language thing specifically for singles so they have like one for kids one for people in relationships and I think one more um, but, like, I always think about how my dad mentioned one time that, like, his, like, siblings were, like, oh, like, we can tell, like, how close, like, you and your daughters are. And, like, I think about that all the time because I think that is the coolest thing ever. So, like, I just feel like words just, like, stick with me. And also just, like, on the flip side, words that, like, aren't very nice, like, also kind of stick with you, too, when it's, like, oh, like, you know, I feel like with posting stuff online, like, if there's a negative comment, you're, like, ouch. Or, like, I feel it's easy for people to, like, especially if you're in a relationship, like, you know that you care about that person and, like, that's kind of, like, your day-to-day thing. You both obviously know you care about each other, so I feel like it gets... You don't really expect to, like, hear them actually, like, voice that. So when they do vocalize it, you're like, wow, that was nice. Yeah. So that's my... I just really enjoy it. And I was, like, I knew going through this, like, when it would, like, provide a scenario and it was, like, talking about the words of affirmation one, I would just be like, that'd be so nice. And so I'd be like, click... Or it's, like, there was one where I was, like, you know, this person, like, feels really proud of, like, this accomplishment that you did. Like, that that is so nice when people, like, cheer for you. Like, I love it. Okay. I'm going to say my number one thing. Mine was quality time, so I'll read the description. In quality time, nothing says I love you like full, undivided attention. Being there for this type of person is critical, but really being there with the TV off, fork and knife down, and all chores and tasks on standby makes you feel truly special and loved. Distractions, postponed activities, or the failure to listen can be especially hurtful. Whether it's spending un- uninter- oh my gosh, uninterrupted time talking with someone else or doing activities together, you deepen your connection with others through sharing time. I feel like I mostly think of like there was questions where it was like having a shared activity and I was like, that'd be really nice to like go. Yeah. I don't know. I was thinking of hiking, which is like, I don't know why I'm thinking of hiking so like, much, I don't but go I, like, hiking I don't go so hiking much. that much, but I would like to go hiking, I guess. <laughs> um, I was also going to say it earlier. I was going to be like, we should talk about what would be like an absolute worst awful first date idea because earlier in one of the quizzes it was like which one would you like most want to do for like a first date all right what do you think is the worst date idea? Do a movie i think would be the worst first date i feel like that's like a common like it's a don't do that out. for a worse or don't do that for a first date because like but people do it's fine for if you've like been seeing them for a while and you like both want to see a movie like go for it but to get to know someone like you're not gonna get to know or someone. like some people are like well then we'll do dinner and a movie i'm like that's a long yes. first date too much time to be a spending together yeah. <laughs> like that's like you get there like at six or something maybe ends at like 11 you don't want to you hate like, that person carve out that much time like i've seen people being like go for something short and sweet and like if you want to extend it coffee. further i don't even drink coffee. i would never meet someone up for coffee <laughs> i'd be like I i'd be like what am i supposed to get a hot chocolate yeah <laughs> um anyway so worst first date didn't whitney Simmons maybe. get hot chocolate yeah <laughs> or no she didn't because she like no because they were at a coffee went, date we're, think, we're talking about Winnie Simmons and her boyfriend who they had a worst or they had like a really bad first date and now they've been together for like three years or something. And so forever she wouldn't even say like what went so bad on their first date and she actually finally like said what happened. And it was something along the lines of like she thought that he was going to pick her up, which is probably what most guys do. But he was like, are you here yet? And she's like, what? So she had to drive to the coffee place and then. What else happened? Well, like, she doesn't like coffee, and I guess he didn't like coffee either, and so he was like, do you want anything? And she was like, no, thinking he was going to go get coffee, and he came back with hot chocolate, and she was like, well, if I knew you were getting hot chocolate, (laughs) like, I would have gotten hot chocolate. So, 
Yeah. It's just funny. It makes <laughs> me laugh. kind of funny now. Okay. Receiving gifts. Don't mistake this love language for materialism. The receiver of gifts thrives on love, thoughtfulness, and effort behind the gift. If you speak this language, the perfect gift or gesture shows that you are known, that you are known, you are cared for, and you are prized above whatever was sacrificed to bring the gift to you. A missed birthday or a hasty, thoughtless gift would be disastrous. So would the absence of everyday gestures, gifts, and heartfelt symbols of to you of someone's someone else's love and affection for you. So this one, like, again, I don't consider myself a materialistic person, but, like, the reason that I like this one is, like, when it specifically mentions, like, the thought behind it, or it's, like, they're going about their, you know, daily routine, and then they see something that they, like, are reminded of you, and they're, like, I have to get that or for them. Or even, like, because me and Sierra, if you guys listen to this podcast, you should know me and Sierra, like, really, really like Coca-Cola, like, just the company and products and stuff. And one of our friends, like, from gymnastics, like, a couple years ago, her family, like, went to Atlanta or something. I don't know. But she, like, brought us back Coke keychains just yeah. because, like, she, she thought like of us. Like, like, I was, so I was like, that meant so much to me. And, like, I absolutely love that keychain on my keys because I'm just, like, they just got that for us for, like, no reason. Yeah. Um, so. And, like, for our senior gift, like, all of our gym friends, like, pitched in and got us, like, little personalized, like, Hawkeye Coca-Cola mm-hmm. bottles. And I was like, oh, my God, guys. Like, that is so sweet. So it's, like, not just, like, you can't just buy me, like, you know, something random be like, here, I got you something. Like, I'd still probably be like, wow, thank you, like, for this <laughs> sweater, I guess. But, like, if it was something where it's, like, just, like, just, like, the tiny like thing, you know, where it's, I like. I don't use that word very often, like, ever, probably. <laughs> that was my first time using the word happenstance. <laughs> you were here for it. Megan used that word for the first time. Just, like, if it's a little thing where, like, I don't want them to give me something just to get me something, you know? Mm-hmm. I want them to get it because they feel like they have to, you know? Not like, have to, but, like, but they you know were I mean? inclined to. Yeah. Where it's, like. I'm like, like, I have to get it. You know what I mean, yeah. though? Like, that kind of reasoning. Where it's, like, it's, like, the same thing where, if, like, I saw something and I was, like, oh, my God, like, this person would love this. Like, I have to get it for them. Yeah. Like, that's the kind of, like, gifts that I want in that scenario. Like, obviously, with, like, Christmas and stuff, you just want some good stuff. But if it's, like, a fun little surprise, then you want it to be meaningful. Acts of service. Um, you this can is this my one. second one. Okay. Um... Can helping with homework really be an expression of love? Absolutely. Anything you do to ease the burden of responsibilities weighing on an acts of service person will speak volumes. The words he or she w- most wants to hear, let me do that for you, laziness, broken com- or broken commitments, and making more work for them tell speakers of this language that feelings don't matter. When others serve you out of love and not obligation, you truly feel valued in love. Love. Don't talk about why, <laughs> why this one, like, spoke to you. I feel like every time I read one of the questions where it was, like, acts of service related, it's I was so just- practical. Like, it, that's what I like about kind it. of, like, I feel like, I guess I kind of see it as, like, I have my stuff. And, like, for some of them, I did pick, like, acts of service, like, helping Where did it rank for you, though? Because it's my second one, so maybe it's, it's my not. fourth one. So it's, like, we have different beliefs. Like, you don't really think it's I just was important. kind of, like, I feel like I can manage my own stuff. So that's why I was, like, I didn't feel, like, as important yeah, to me. I get that. I feel like, for me, it's, like, I'm a very practical person. Obviously, like, you guys should know by now. <laughs> but... So just seeing, like, love expressed in such a practical way, I just feel like it's really easy and it can, like, help, you know, if you're feeling burdened with, like, I have to, like, clean this and this. Or, like, I don't know. I just thought showing that you care by, like, doing something for someone and, like, asking for nothing in return is very nice. Mm-hmm. All right. Our very last one for both of us. Physical touch. A person whose primary language is physical touch is not surprisingly very touchy. Hugs, pats on the back, and thoughtful touches on the arm. 
They can all be ways to show excitement, concern, care, and love. Physical presence and accessibility are crucial, while neglect or abuse can be unforgivable and destructive. Appropriate and timely touches communicate warmth, safety, and love to you. This just was not something that I vibed with when it was compared to other things. Mm -hmm. Or, like, I'm not a PDA person, so some of this would be, like, talking specifically about, like, having, like, someone, like, hold hands or give you a hug in public. Like, like, put your arm around you, like, in public. Which is, like, fine. I don't hate that, but I'm just kind of, like, would I rather have that or would I rather get a gift? (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I've just never been, like, a super big physical touch person. Yeah. Um, I feel like part of this, like, Again, this love language thing can be, like, used for any sort of relationship, but I feel like I mostly just think of, like, an actual, like, romantic relationship. So maybe, like, it would change if I was actually in a relationship, and I'd be like, oh, I love, like, when they have, like, you know, we hold hands in public or whatever, but, like, right now, I'm just like, ew. Yeah. <laughs> so. Or if you can't find, like, a good use for it now. Yeah. Compared to, like, the things we had examples for, for, like, actually having, like, friends and family doing that for us, and we know how that feels, and, like, we love those things. Um, whereas the physical touch, it's kind of like, eh, I don't have, like, a lot to go off of if <laughs> yeah, I like exactly. it or not. But I do know that I'm like, when I see other people with excessive PDA, like, that's what I'm kind of, like, using for reference. It's like, I hate that. Yeah. Just me personally. So, yeah. That is all of the quizzes that we went over. Um, what was your favorite one? I liked the love languages one. I don't know why, because I've taken quizzes like that multiple times, and I just think it's interesting to better know how you expect to interact with other people and, like, I the think relationships more important around you. Than knowing your love language is knowing, like, the people in your lives' love languages because, like, that's ultimately, like, the love that you want to show them to best express how yeah. you feel about them. Yeah. So, Megan, what was your top one? <laughs> Uh, my top one was quality time. So we are going to spend a lot of quality time together in these we next just few did. weeks. We just so. did. We were talking to each other. Thank you, Sierra. And you need to And you nice did a really great job organizing this podcast and coming up with the idea. Thank you. <laughs> Go ask someone what their love language is and do something to help them out with it. Um, I think we're going to do it for this episode. Hopefully you guys are doing okay with all the coronavirus stuff going on and Social distancing, washing your hands. I know it's kind of rough right now, but unfortunately, there's just not much we can do, but just each do our part. So hopefully, this podcast was like a nice little break from all that. We didn't really talk about the coronavirus really. I know at all. I kind of forgot about it. Forgot about it for a second. Um, Let us know what you thought of this episode. Let us know if you've taken any of these like personality quizzes or like a personality quiz of any type. What you or even if you're like a horoscope, if you're a horoscope person, yeah, and if you agree with that or if you use like daily horoscopes and or stuff. if you're an extrovert or introvert like you know you know your we personality a, lot about a little bit so different aspects of personality um let us know if you can relate to us in some aspects or if you're like that was completely weird that you think that way you know everyone's personality is a little bit different uh let us know some future episode ideas the that you times you've us. said let us know in the past minute I'm probably sorry. a lot i just am like i keep like every time you say it, i'm like let us know let us <laughs> yeah know. Uh, I'm going to say it one more time. <laughs> Let us know any um, future episode ideas you guys want us to talk about. Um, and follow us on Instagram. We have merch. Check it out. And I think that's it. We will talk to you guys next Thursday. Bye. Bye.